hello guys hi hope you're good welcome to another episode of lifestyle health and wealth this is edith chumutai and i'll be taking you through the episode anyway guys i hope you're good i hope you're doing well and i hope today will be another productive day for us so today i did it more earlier because i'm traveling actually going back to school so i decided uh, by the time i get to school it might be late i might be tired and i might not have the time to do all this so i decided to do this podcast earlier on so when i'm leaving i am okay anyway guys today we're going to talk about cancer cancer is um it's turning out to be a do-it-yourself disease you know what i'm talking about is that we promote them by chronic exposure to certain environments environmental factors especially what we eat and drink where we live and work what we breathe and those also may determine whether we become a cancer statistic so what am i saying am i saying that we are bringing this cancer to ourselves you know medical science it continues to make strides towards earlier detection and improvement treatments for many cancers but the efforts are largely after the act the sad truth is that the overall death rates for many cancer patients continues to rise so one in four of the people who live in a place they are now being claimed by cancer so the trend this however could be reversed if we could simply take the precautions that you already know i'm sure you already know what to do for example what wouldn't people do just anything to avoid such a terrifying disease that is that is something that we all will ask ourselves if we know how to reverse this wouldn't everyone be doing everything that will actually reverse this disease but no you see in in, in early 90s around 1964 uh, the lung cancer was actually attributed to smoking. Many people in the United States and around the world and quit smoking. But you will not, like you will not find, like everyone is not smoking. Some people still do, still do smoke, you know. And you will find that close to 90% of cancer, such as the cancer of the lungs, the lips, mouth, tongue, the cancer of the throat, the cancer of the oesophagus can be prevented if people simply stop smoking. It's not that these these cancers are not unheard of; they are heard of. But people still smoke, and people know that smoking can lead to that. You know, but the fact that your grandfather and your great grandfather was smoking doesn't mean you yourself should continue. You know. So, are some cancers related to diet? So, you know, in men, and in men, the second and most frequently occurred cancers are those of prostate and colon and then while in women the most frequently occurred cancers are those of the breast and colon <coughs> sorry so we're finding that there are there's a common one there's a common one which is colon so meaning that meaning that there's something associated with our diet that actually triggers cancer so that sounds like uh, you know this this too much cancers being linked to nutrition you know 50% of actually these cancers are being linked to nutrition you know much too fat and then too much weight so you know this sounds like a long shot wouldn't be a more culprit be many of the chemicals that we find you know in our food supply that is a question you can ask yourself like why am I saying it's diet you know there are a lot of chemicals being found in our food there are a lot of preservatives there are a lot of additives there are a lot of flavor enhancers there are a lot of pesticides there are other chemicals that are actually involved in all these things that we are using in producing and marketing food. However, you'll be surprised that only 2% of all these cancers can be reliably linked to these substances. 
so whether you're eating food that has been added, added some things those are the additives they're the preservative the, the flavor enhancers the chemicals in it they're not the ones actually that are causing majority of these cancers actually two percent of these cancers can be linked directly to this food am i saying it to them no i'm saying avoid them but that is not the real thing that is actually causing a lot of cancers it is causing a low proportion what of the 98 percent what causes 98 percent of cancers right so in contrast evidence of the connection between cancer and such data the factors as fiber and fat grow strong every day you see the fact that people are taking a lot of fats and then low in fiber it is actually what is causing a lot of cancers why I'm saying that is because people these days they eat one third more fat and one third less of fiber. You know, in areas in the world where fat intake is low and fiber consumption is high, the incident of colon, breast, and prostate cancer are actually negligible. Let me compare. You know, in countries like the United States, Canada, and New Zealand, where diets are low in fiber and high in fat, you actually find that these cases are very high. But people will ask themselves, could ethnic variation rather than diet account for these differences and research researchers actually ask the same the same themselves the same questions and the example in the example of japan where their food is mostly high of fiber and low in fat and they found that people there don't have high cases of colon prostate and breast cancer but when these japanese actually migrated to hawaii and they adapted the western eating habits and lifestyles their rates of these cancers actually increase so how can such things as fat and fiber influence cancer? You know, not all the answers are in yet. That is what we, we can know. But this is basically what happens. When, when uh, cancer is associated with carcinogens, you know, chemical irritations that can produce cancerous lesions over time. You know, bile acids are an example. The amounts of fat in the diet affects the amount of bile that is actually produced. In the intestinal tract, some of these bile acids can form irritation carcinogenic compounds. The longer these compounds stay in contact with the lining of the colon, the more irritation results. This is where fiber comes in. You know, with a lower fiber diet, materials move slowly throughout the intestines, often taking up to 72 hours to 5 days to actually complete the journey from entry to exit. Most fiber they actually absorb water, like a sponge. This helps them to fill the intestines and stimulate them to increase activity. You see, with high fiber diet, food travels through the intestines between 24 to 36 hours. Comparing with the low fat, the low fiber diet that actually take 48 to 72 hours. This helps the colon in two ways. One, it shortens the exposure of irritation to substances. And two, it dilutes the concentration of the irritation thanks to the fiber water holding ability and insulating effect. So I hope that answers your question why you should eat food high in fiber and low in, in fat. So how does this diet relate to breast and prostate cancer? A high fat intake they actually depresses the activity of important cells in the body's immune system. You see, this effect has been studied extensively in in connection with breast cancer and may actually affect other types of cancer. So, another lifestyle areas connected to cancer is excessive alcohol consumption actually increases the risk of cancer of the esophagus and the pancreas and does so dramatically for those who smoke as well. Excessive weight, it raises the risk of cancer of the breast, colon and prostate. Then there are such 
think says exposure to asbestos, side stream smoke, and toxic chemicals. Just for life factors, no smoking, no alcohol, a vegetarian diet, very low in fat and high in fiber, and normal weight could prevent close to 8% of cancers found in the Western society today, and even in our country and in other countries. <coughs> so instead of, of one person in four dying of cancer, the risk will be reduced to one in actually 20 people. And it's not, it's not an impossible dream. It's something that you and I can achieve. So let's talk about having a miracle, a miracle cure. Imagine, <coughs> sorry, I, in the morning my voice is uh, deep and uh, <laughs> So imagine the announcement of a pill that will actually make people immune to cancer. Imagine having a vaccine over cancer. It will be the new story of the decade. You know, people will spend everything people will sell their property to get this pill the inventors investors inventors sorry will be so so rich you know beyond belief but there's no such pill that exists but there are a number of things that we can do to ourselves to prevent the majority of adult cancers you see a good place to start is with our food we can begin to eat a diet considerably lower in fat and cholesterol Many studies have shown that such diet reduces the risk of heart diseases, diabetes, stroke, and many types of cancer. But making lifestyle changes is not as simple as swallowing a pill. I want to emphasize that, especially with people when it comes to supplements, when it comes to the new thing in the market, people are so quick for quick results that they do not know that changing your lifestyle is actually what will remain permanent for you, right? So... It involves learning new habits and skills. For example, cutting the fat and cholesterol in our diet means preparing more meatless dishes. One sensible way to develop these skills is by designating a day or two each week for vegetarian style of meal. I'm not saying stop eating meat, but let's reduce the, the, the meat diet in our, in our daily diet on a, on a daily basis, right? And this will actually give us a chance to experience with healthful ways of cooking while gradually building up a new repertoire of ever favorite new recipes. So eating begins, good eating actually begins with a good recipe. A good cookbook is actually an investment and that will repay you many, many times over. There's no better tool when it comes to changing your eating habits. I want to emphasize that there's no better tool when it comes to changing your habits. So let's move towards the optimal diet. Use whole grain bread and cereals. Enjoy a variety of fresh fruits each day. Eat a variety of vegetables. Use nuts sparingly. I'm, I'm repeating that. Let's use nuts sparingly. They're very high in minerals and vitamins. That also very contains a lot of fat. Then use a wide variety of beans and beasts and peas. Sorry, they provide proteins and fiber and are very low in fat. Now. A new way of also losing weight is actually making your body into a system called ketosis. We'll be talking to that later on. And we'll actually be seeing that we can actually reduce the weight by having days that we take high fat and not just any fat, healthy fat including cereals. That is the, that is the only day that you can allow yourself to take all these high cereals, but not so much, not overtaking the cereals, right? So... I don't want, when I'll be talking of that, to contradict what I'm saying today. I am saying that when you're losing weight, putting your body into a mode of ketosis that is actually burning weight 
there are days when you have to take high fat and low carbohydrates and the next day take high carbohydrates and low fats that is actually enable you to put your body to confuse your body you know when you're trying to lose weight and you actually get into a moment of starvation where you're reducing your diet your body doesn't know you're trying to lose weight your body tells the brain that you're starving what your brain does is that it maximizes on anything that you eat and stores it so we'll be talking about that later but i do not want to take myself off this topic of cancer to go to that so generally what i'll need to say about cancer after telling you all these guys everything by the way i was, I was just i was just telling you everything that i've done research on that cancer basically is that everybody has cancer cells that is what i like to say everybody has cancer cells in their body now the difference is that we have different kinds of cancer there's the cancer that spreads there's the cancer that doesn't spread but the cancer cells what happens is that when you feed your cancer cells you know it, it forms a lump this is what happens with cancer if you do not feed a cancer cell it will naturally die any cell that is bad and cancer cells are formed when you know a cell that is dysfunctional or deformed is produced you know let's say the white blood cells if a white blood cell is produced that doesn't that is not good or that is not functional it will die on its own but if there's something that is you know a cell naturally divides right so if you feed that bad cell with sugar you know with fat that cell will produce that cell will reproduce and reproduce and reproduce you know and the multiplication effect of cells is really dangerous that's why our body can't function it functions because it is a good and a bad thing it multiplies very quickly it goes from one to two from two to four from four to eight from eight to sixteen from sixteen to thirty two from thirty two to sixty four from sixty four to hundred and twenty eight from hundred and twenty eight to two hundred and fifty six you know from two hundred and fifty six it goes to six six hundred and something and and in five days you already have a lump you know of, of, of cancer because you are feeding these cancer cells this this dysfunctional cells so if we reduce the intake of all this food and that is why i was saying fat interrupts the normal immunity of the body this is it it feeds on the cells that are dead it feeds them makes them grow it's like nurturing a baby so if you change your lifestyle you'll actually reduce whatever you can experience them a reversal thing also i did some research i found that there's something called a reversal cell it is very good for reversing these processes in your cells you know we'll also be talking about herbal life because i think we are in a generation where reversing something is so hard because almost everything in the market is just wicked it's just bad it has additives it has what so what are the good things that we can use I hope I'll see you guys next time and we'll be talking about that and everything and we'll have a good day. Actually, the next topic is also with cancer. We'll be talking more about cancer and understanding it because it's, it's a big deal and I think we should actually cover it widely. From a layman's person who has not done any education on medicine, I think it is important so that we can understand each other. Anyway, guys, bye-bye. Have a good day. Bye-bye.